Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Oh, welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show. It's going to be an overcast 31 degrees for your sporting Saturday across Shepparton and surrounds. It's currently 26 minutes to 11 o'clock as I welcome Dan Hibbard on the line for Square Gators off the back of the big Shepparton Cup meeting taken out by Curly James last week. He's calling in the similar venue, of course, uh, at the Dogs this evening, I do believe. But he's in parts unknown Currently, where do I find you, Dan? Uh, morning stats, yes. Uh, just a very quick trip to Melbourne just to get a couple of things sorted out technology-wise. So uh, just a, a flying trip down here and then back to back home this afternoon. And then, yeah, the uh, the Greyhound meeting at uh, uh, at and tonight, which will be a, a good card. It's a, a low-rank uh, meeting, but it uh, doesn't mean that the races aren't competitive. So it doesn't mean the food's not any any worse off either. By the way, uh, of course, getting underway at six minutes to uh, eight minutes to six o'clock, I should say. Beg your pardon this evening, and it's a twelve-event card. Might even head out there myself. I mean, getting out there on Thursday uh, afternoons, but I haven't been managing it this year yet. But might get out there tonight, Dan. Well, tonight might be the night because I'm pretty sure reading the social media post, it's Palmer night. So right. uh, there might be some pretty good food out there this evening if you're uh, looking for a feed. So it uh, should be a good night out there at, uh, at the raceway. Yeah, and it's actually, all jokes aside, though, you do want somewhere to eat a little bit different. You don't have to have a bet. Just go and have a meal at Shepherd and Dogs. It's uh, quite filling. It's quite tasty as well. And you get real bang for your buck if you get a feed at the Shep Dogs, that's for sure. That is very true, very true stuff. Now, Dan, of course, the week that was in harness racing, it kicked off, of course, last Saturday night, the Shepparton Gold Cup. Very successful uh, from the club, I do hear. Thank you for helping out the 1FM 98.5 Live and Local Sport last week. And, uh, mate, uh, yeah, it uh, starts a very big week in local harness racing, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a really good night. Uh, good night there last Saturday. I think the club would be wrapped with the the crowd. Um, they uh, did had a really good uh, turnout. Uh, upstairs was really well uh, looked after. I think the punters club had a massive win as well. So uh, I think everybody went home uh, really happy after the after the meeting. We'll just quickly go through that uh, that program. Shan Lu won the first for Emma Stewart. And Alan McDonough, still can't quite work out how it managed to do that, but it's still won. 156.5 was the mile rate. Little Louie won the uh, the second. It was a strong performance for Aaron Dunn, making the long trip over from Horsham. Uh, beat, able to beat Major Thinker and Dalby Robin. 153.9, the rate there. Love Gun, the trotter, won the third for Jess Tubbs, Greek Sugars. Another one that just got up on the line to beat Utopia and anywhere Hugo's. Very short margins all the way through there. But uh, Love Gun uh, getting the victory. Sergeant Lou was uh, an impressive winner of the Graham Head Memorial three-year-old. Uh, was able to lead 157.7. He's a nice colt, uh, and I think they've got some fairly uh, high uh, expectations for him this campaign. Tangoing with Sierra was uh, a really, really tough winner of the fifth. Was heavily supported on fixed odds and was able to beat Invitation only in Sanday. 
157.6. Pacing Cup, Curly James, really good performance to win uh, for Courtney Laker and Dave Moran. Um, at times during the run, he looked a little bit vulnerable. He looked to be losing uh, losing ground, but he uh, he knew where the winning post was, and he stuck his head out right on the line, and it was the only time that he was in front. He got there to score. Keneva Provleven was extremely brave, as was Pete, Pete said. So they were both very competitive, and they're both going around tonight in the Ballarat Cup. Uh, from a local perspective in that race, other than Curly James, uh, Serge Blanco was uh, was beaten into ninth placing. He was uh, poorly drawn, which certainly didn't help his chances. Couldn't get into it from the back. And Max Delight, there was uh, several uh, issues there that uh, after he pulled up, he had a bit of atrial fibrillation, uh, and hopefully he's come out of that okay. They've been able to rectify that issue, and hopefully we get to see him back at the races soon. Uh, he's Charlie's Angel was a very impressive winner at the seventh. He was a double-figure tr- price in winning race uh, seven, betting to help a rescue an ideal rock, ideal roll. And I'm Ready Jet was ultra-impressive in the Derby Royale, Trotter's free-for-all, uh, was clearly the class runner, and she made her mark on the race, beating Kai Valley Hotspur. And Rome for Wayne Hayes, a local victory in the last. It was able to lead all the way and scoring 2-1 a mile rate there. So that was uh, Shepherd and Cup night. We then headed to uh, the meetings during the week and uh, we headed up to Swan Hill on uh, on Tuesday and Sporty Filtra was uh, a really good winner for Michael Watt. Karen Manning took the drive here. Um, this was a, a good effort to score. Hasn't doesn't, Certainly doesn't win out of turn. Uh, four-year-old mare uh, out of fi- uh, Fiery Filtra uh, used the sprint lane to score in 158.1. Hello IT was the other winner of the card there locally. Mark Thompson and Ellen Tormey combining. This uh, gelding was been uh, a really good uh, pick-up for the stable. They've been able to win a lot of races with him in recent times. He was, uh, for a while, he was struggling to win any any race at all. But uh, Mark's put the polish on him and he's doing a really good job getting that victory at Swan Hill. Bendigo, during the week, uh, I went over and called that meeting Son of the Shark was the local flavour there. David Aiken and Nathan Jack combining once again. Uh, this guy, nice four-year-old by, uh, of course, Lenny the Shark. He got the sprint lane run, beating Rikiro Slammer. 157.6 was the mile rate there. He started at $5 on fixed odds, but he was a, a really... Uh, he was always mapped to get a really good run, and that's how it played out, and he got another victory on the board. He's uh, got a fairly uh, impressive... Uh, resume building. I think he's had uh, five wins. I think it is now. If I just quickly have a look at uh, at his form, he has won four out of ten. So four four wins from ten starts with two seconds. So he's got a good record. Son of the Shark. Cobram raced on Thursday. Good program up there. Our Bella Chia was uh, the winner of the first odds on favourite. Uh, it was a funny funny run race and uh, Enright's uh, was beaten into second placing. If you uh, backed uh, M rights, you'd be probably a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, feeling a little bit sick because it was a massive rev effort in defeat, but just couldn't get the job done. Amigos won the second. This was the uh, Peter Reynolds Cobram Caravans trot. This was a debutant. He's an eight-year-old debutant by Bacardi Lindy out of Cashel Epona at his first start on uh, Thursday. He led and he went 158.4 over the sprint strip. So. Really good training performance from Lisa and Mark Pitt. Not sure the backstory there of how uh, how he's taken so long to get to the races, but it was a massive uh, a massive effort as the eight-year-old won on debut. 
Up the ante, won the third for John Newbury, was able to lead all of the way to 1.3, the mile right there, getting the victory. Sophie Scooter won the fourth for Wayne Potter and Mark Pitt. Short, uh, narrow victory over day two and DY. They went 159.7. She's a three-year-old filly by Captain Treacherous. The Majors girl won the fifth, another one for Wayne Potter. Tasman Potter took, taking the drive. Two minutes, point one, the mile right there. Was able to just beat Epic Orion, who was getting through on the sprint lane. Ambiguous was uh, another winner for Wayne. And uh, Wayne Potter and Nathan Jack leading all the way. Comfortable victory, 156 was the rate. Going extremely well, this horse, and deserved victory there. Gillaby Fabio won the seventh for Peter Ramiro and Nathan Jack once again. A $2.50 chance, and he was able to lead all the way, 158.4. And Crack the Vault won the last for Michael and Jack Law. Led all the way. It was an interesting race. The favourite uh, American Hammer uh, was aggressively driven but just uh, didn't uh, finish off the race very well. Back into fifth placing, 157.4 was the mile rate there and the last race at Cobham on Thursday. And then last night we had a runner at uh, Melton, Naked Ambition for Cameron Mags. It was able to lead all of the way in a really competitive trot race. 156.5 was the mile rate over the sprint trip. She's a seven-year-old mare, but she's racing extremely well. And uh, well done to Cameron on getting uh, a, a Metropolitan win there. Not a Metropolitan class race, but a uh, Metro win nonetheless. So well done to Cameron there last night at Melton. So that wraps up a pretty massive week. Uh, stats from a, a local perspective, that massive cup meeting at Shepparton and then the meeting at Cobram uh, yesterday. And it all flows through to what is a, one of the big nights of the year, the Ballarat Pacing Cup tonight. Uh, really good feel for the cup, but also the uh, on the undercard, the Group 1 Night Pistol, the Trotters uh, race. It's about as good a trot race as you, we've seen in this uh, state for a very long time in terms of open class. Uh, it's absolutely uh, dripping with uh, class runners here in the, the Night Pistol, and we get to see Just Believe go around. It is a short price favourite, but uh, it is a very deep race, that is for sure tonight. No worries, Dan. We'll take a sponsor's break. We'll let you catch your breath. We'll come out the other side and gamble responsibly, of course. We'll try and find a winner at the Ballarat Cup for the Harness Racing. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. What can we offer you in the months ahead? One, tractor parts, new and used for Ford, Fiat, Massey, Ferguson, Sami, Deutz, Landini, McCormick, New Holland and Grey Fergies. Two, used tractors for sale and we are looking for good used tractors and sick tractors to wreck. Plus new mulches, multi-disc sprayers, etc. It will get tough in the months ahead. So to save dollars, ring me, Daryl, at Aussie Ag Supplies 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. 1FM Sponsor. 
Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nursery? You know, at number 6 Railway Street, Nathalia? Hop in and say good day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelagoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 4pm. Don't forget, we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one stop for all your sports news. Welcome back to Square Gators on this Saturday morning. Of course, we're about half time in Square Gators and now we try and find a winner as our attention turns to this big harness racing meeting, the Ballarat Cup. Of course, Shepparton had their cup last week. For those that didn't know, Curly James, the favourite, took the race out in the end. Dan, find us a winner. Yeah, we uh, have the multi again. We just missed out last week, but uh, we've still got it in profit after we uh, struck gold the first week. Uh, the first leg of the multis race one number nine, Harania for Craig and Abby Turnbull, currently about 2.20 on the fixed odds. Um, really good form, uh, this guy. Um, comes off a, a third in the Cobram Cup behind uh, Invitation Only and Earl of Pembroke. That was after running fourth uh, in a good race at Bendigo the week before. Um, so comes into this affair, I think, uh, is certainly the class runner. I think the second row draw is probably going to suit it a little bit better. There might be a bit of speed on early. Uh, and I think it's got enough of a, a sprint at the finish to be uh, to be really hard to beat. I think the one and the two are the obvious dangers, but I think Harania's is going really well uh, and deserves uh, a win. It has to be said, deserves a really good win. So race one number nine, Harania into race two number two. He's all muscle. This is the fellow he tipped in the multi on the first week at Bendigo. Um, I think he's into a, an odds on quite, but he just maps as if he'll find the front. And if he does what he did last time out at Bendigo. Uh, it's going to be taking a really good one to beat him. Uh, he's got the favours with the draw, and I think he's going to be really hard to beat. So race two, number two, the second leg. So the multis race one, number nine, into race two, number two. Um, not quite $3.42, Dan. Yeah, so that's probably not too bad. Just a, an easy way to slide into uh, the quaddy tonight at the Cup, which is pretty much... I. Tried to find ways, or tried to think of reasons why I just believe won't win the night pistol, and I just couldn't find any. Uh, this is a, a, as good a race as there's been in, in the trotting ranks for some time. Um, we've got a French horse having its first run for Anton Galino and Call Me the Breeze. We've got Mafasa Metro, Plymouth Charb, who was the best two year old of his generation, uh, Hammers Law, Queen Alita, who's been racing well. I'm ready, Jet off that win at Shepparton last week. And then you've got the uh, the uh, local, the Finley-owned RC Phoenix, who was brilliant in the Group 1 at Bendigo last week, uh, sorry, two weeks ago. Um, it's a cracking race, but they are, I think they're all just running for second money. I just I can't see Just Believe not winning the race uh, under normal circumstances. He's just He just seems to be so much better and, and tougher than the rest of the field. Um, he he should be just winning number six. I'm going to take him one out. If he does get beat, I mean, it puts a lot of value into the quaddy. Um, but I just I really just can't see him not being the, the winner of this race, given what his his resume is looking like at the moment. Um, so six in the first leg, second leg, uh, the second, third, and fourth legs have gone fairly wide here, as you would expect. 
uh, second league one, Arnie's Army, who was uh, beaten into fifth at Chef last start. Uh, Sly Terror, number six, seven invitation only, who's low flying. Uh, eight, he's Charlie's Angel, who was really good last week. And nine, Vanquish Stride. I think they're the top five, but it is a very open race. So, I mean, if you were keen enough to take the field, you'd certainly do that for a smaller percentage, but try to narrow it down a little bit there. Uh, with those uh, those runners in that second leg, third leg is uh, the, is the cup. Um, it's a good race. I'm not. There's a lot of hype about Catch a Wave uh, and what he did at the trials last uh, Monday. He was in a three horse trial, and they ripped home a really fast last quarter. I I seriously think he might be the lay of the race. I, he's too short. He's two dollars fifteen. Uh, and I don't think he can win because he's first up over 2,700 in a Ballarat Cup. He would need to be really wound up to do it. If he is and he wins, good luck, but I couldn't possibly take him one out. I've gone one beyond delight, two Pete said so, who I thought was really good at Shep. Five, Kanima Problema, who was equally as good, gets Dave Moran in the cart and has been heavily backed on fixed odds. It opened at $15.00. And it's now into four dollars on the fixed odds. So it's been a massive go. It's probably your leader uh, when you're looking at it. It's probably going to lead the race. Catch a wave. You've got to throw it in for obvious reasons. See your art number eight and number twelve. Mark Dan, if he gets in uh, a decent enough run, could win. Yeah, too short for mine. Catch a wave. I think he's a risk, uh, and I think there's uh, plenty of chances. I do like Kaniva Problema, but he, he too is getting into a pretty short quote. Third leg of the quaddy, another one where we've gone wide. This is, um, uh, sorry, the last leg is the quaddy of the quaddy is the three-year-old Phillies race. Another leg where it's a little bit tricky to, to line up some of the form. Numbers are two, four, five, six, and seven. Uh, yeah, a couple of rough. I've chucked a couple of roughies in here because I just didn't really like the form. I thought uh, Soho Honey Ride is an odds-on quote, but uh, I thought there's a couple of Emma Stewart's that could win without surprising. So gone fairly wide there in that last leg of the quaddy. So the quaddy tonight, six only in the first leg, into one six seven eight nine, into one two five six eight twelve, into two four five six and seven. It's one hundred and fifty dollars for a hundred percent. So, but no way you'd take that. Just take it for a smaller percentage, and just hope we can get a bit of value. If uh, just believe uh, lobs, we should be right to sort of hopefully get a return on the quaddy tonight. Seven dollars fifty will get you five percent of it, Dan. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Just uh, a nice little interest and see how it plays out because uh, the Ballarat Cup has been known to throw up the odd uh, upset results. So don't be surprised to see that happen again. We're at Flemington today, Dan. Uh, the first of 10 gets underway at 12.15pm this afternoon on a good four at headquarters. Look, my best bet today comes up in race five, number four, Kin, $2.80. Uh, it's the favourite, Jamie Carr and James Cummings in a BM78, ready to win again. I think they've found the right race for it. Uh, gets back in its runs, but has a good turn of foot, Dan. Yeah, third at the Valley last start. Wasn't a bad run. It was only beaten the length. Uh, was well in the market there. Jamie Carr jumps on board, drawn down low. Um, yeah, it's going to be really, really hard to beat in that race. And in race seven, my other best bet, well, it just keeps winning, so why not jump on? They're going to give you $2.80 every time it runs around. Race seven, number three, Rain the Magno. Uh, Jai McNeil gets the ride for the Griffiths to Cockyard, and 
I, it just keeps winning and they keep giving spoil odds. They do, and I'm, he, he keeps um, stepping up to the mark every time they put him around. Like His win at Flemington was really strong, and then his win at Geelong last time out was just as tough, sitting up on the speed. Uh, he, he'll be there again. Uh, I mean, he was odds-on last time out at, uh, at Geelong. Uh, this is obviously a, a little bit of a, a, a step up in, in class once again, but he just keeps rising to the occasion, and uh, yeah, smallish field. I think he's going to be really hard to beat again, and you're getting a, a decent price about him. And I wanted a bit of value at Flemington today. This is one, if it doesn't win today, put it in the black book. Race 6, number 10, Verifier at $10. It's my best roughie today. Bo Mertens takes the ride for the Nigel Blackinson Yard. Uh, it's contested better races last prep, although they were longer in distance. I don't think if it's winning today, it will be winning uh, this campaign. We might get some nice odds, Dan. Yeah, well, you sort of, uh, you're more sort of expecting to be over the uh, the mile and a half trip or, or that sort of thing. But starting off at the mile is generally uh, not a bad uh, bad ploy. It's a pretty tough mile there at Flemington, too. It's certainly not an easy one. Uh, he's drawn to, to sort of get back in the field, but he's had two starts first up and run second in one of them. So... If he gets a decent enough run, he could certainly win without surprising. Now, really quickly before we get on to the Greyhounds, Benalla's racing tomorrow, and uh, it's I think it's the Euroa Cup meeting tomorrow. It's a maiden play, of course, the Euroa Cup, but the first gets underway at five minutes past uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. It's an eight-event card. We're going to have to wait all day till the last at 13 minutes past five o'clock, but I'm going to suggest to the punters, haven't got odds at this stage, but race eight, number four, Cobblestone Way, will probably be close to favourite. It was too good to be true. It was too, well, too, it was too bad to be true, I should say, at Wangaratta uh, on the 2nd of January. It's better than what it showed, and it's with a new stable now. Jake Duffy gets the ride as well. I think it'll show a heap of improvement from that run. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was just terrible to, to think it was uh, 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 too, too bad to be true, as you say, uh, last time out. Uh, certainly can bounce back. And uh, second up, it's had a two-star second up from one run one second. So it uh, won't be too far away, you would expect, in a much easier race than what it's been contesting. You're calling it Shepherd and Dogs tonight, Dan. First gets underway at eight minutes to six o'clock in the evening. 12 event card. You got anything for us there, Dan? Yeah, the, my best was race five, number one, Silent Accord for Anthony as a party. I actually expected it to be really, really short. Dollar uh, ninety-five. Yeah, I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be a dollar thirty, a dollar forty, uh, when I was doing my tips this morning. Um, he's been racing in strong races at Wentworth Park, and he comes into a, a basically a restricted race, uh, low rank race. Uh, he's, I think, he's an anchor for the first leg of the quaddy. I actually took the second leg was number uh, race six of the the second leg of the quaddy. I took seven bumpy gold uh, one out, but I noticed that it, it's a scratching, so uh, that sort of throws my quaddy up out in the air a little bit. There, I have to rethink that one. But I thought Silent Accord was a, a really big chance in that uh, fifth race there. Uh, tonight, uh, and uh, it's a very competitive card there at um, at Shep. There's uh, a lot of um, low-rank uh, greyhounds going around, uh, but it's uh, a, a good, uh, probably a good betting meeting if you can sort of find a winner. And have you got one for us at the Meadows? I don't know if you've had a look there this evening, Dan. 
Uh, yeah, good card there at the Meadows. Um, a strong uh, Saturday night program. Um, it's uh, we're building up towards the Australian Cup uh, Carnival, which is not uh, uh, only about two or three weeks away. The start of that carnival. So, look, Tim Zoo's going around in the free for all race number eight. He's about two dollars on the fixed odds. He is just flying at the moment. He's won his last five. Uh, they've all been on the provincial circuit, but he comes back to town. Um, he's had six starts at, at the Meadows for two wins and two seconds. Best Gallagher, 29.80. He, the only issue with him, he's drawn the yellow, but I think he's probably, he might be uh, just hitting the, hitting the, the zone at the, exactly the right time. Uh, and I think he, he'll be really hard to beat. And the other one to look out for is in the previous race, race seven, number eight, Tattooed. So Anthony has a party. He's had nine starts, won five of them. He's coming to town for the first time. He has drawn the pink, but based on what he's done recently, particularly what he did at Bendigo three runs ago where he went 23.55, which is a ridiculously quick time, uh, he might be uh, might be one to uh, watch for the future as well. So two there at the Meadows, race seven, number eight, into race eight, number five. And pretty good value there as well, Dan. Well, that's where we'll leave it. I'll let you get back to Shepherd in this evening where you're calling. Yep, just uh, get these couple of jobs done back on the road and yep, then out to the, the dogs tonight. So looking forward to it. Well, thanks for taking the call, Dan, and we'll do it all again next week. No worries, mate. We'll catch you then. No worries. That was Dan Hibbard, of course, with Square Gators calling at a call. Shepherd and Dogs this evening. Just not forgetting for Shepherd and Dogs, the first gets underway at eight minutes to six o'clock and it's a 12-event card there at Shepherd and as always, of course, gamble responsibly. And, uh, of course, we always do it for fun. No one wins on the punt. So make sure that you always do have fun and just gamble responsibly. Bet what you can afford. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye. Goodbye.